Welcome everyone to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I'm Dr. Christine Schaffner, and today my guest is Desiree Desponge, and we're going to be talking all about using technology to enhance lymph movement and parasympathetic response. Desiree is a dear friend, and she's the founder and CEO of the New Zealand-based company Medilla Health, and is the creator of the revolutionary three-in-one Lopresso therapy. Now in her third decade of working in holistic medicine and education, Desiree is leading lymphatics research, development, and innovation, and she's a specialist in the field of lymphology. I really know that you're going to enjoy this conversation with Desiree and not only learn about her amazing technology that we have at Eminence Health and also that we share on the Apothecary store, but you will pick up some really great tips and knowledge about how your lymphatic system is critical to your healing enjoyed the podcast. Welcome everyone to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I'm Dr. Christine Schaffner and today I'm here with my dear friend and colleague Desiree Desponge and we're going to be talking all about using technology to enhance lymph movement and the parasympathetic response. Welcome Desiree. It's really an honor to have you on the podcast. Oh look it's an honor for me to be here all the way in the bottom of New Zealand um, having an opportunity to be with you. So thank you for inviting me. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I've learned so much from you about the lymphatic system and how to support people to really engage their parasympathetic nervous system to heal. And, you know, we met through our dear friend, Kelly Kennedy, and it's just been really lovely to have all of your inventions, you know, in my office and, you know, that I can share with my patients to really, you know, educate them about this really important part of how we're wired to heal. Before we got on the call, we're saying, you know, it's almost like, it's getting mainstream, which is so exciting for all of us. And so I just want to introduce you to our listeners and just share, you know, really a little bit more about your background, how you became really a lymph expert. And we'll start there. Sure. So I always talk about my past life, which was actually in my younger years, I was working for New Zealand Fire Service, which was all IT, finance, that kind of spectrum. So I had a really corporate background. And then like we do in health, we find we wanted to make a different direction. And then that almost that the 27, which they call it the cusp of the dragon, where you change direction in life, I decided to get into health. And that's when I started studying. I initially did three years in Shiatsu. So I did a diploma in there and learned all about the Eastern philosophies, moved into orthobionomy, which is a structural alignment, but not with the osteopathic way, but it's taken from that concept. And in that, I got the insight into lymphatics and it was a light bulb for me. And that's probably about 18 years ago now that I decided my journey was to learn in the lymphatic field. And so should long story short, many years later, I've been teaching in the United States and uh, here in New Zealand and Australia and developed a whole technology around supporting lymphatics in the last four years. So yeah, it's been quite a journey, but love it. Yeah, I can't believe it's only four years. Wow, that you've had um, your company and everything, which we'll get into. So that's wild, right? You know, so you had a lot of wonderful education giving you kind of this East West philosophy, it sounds like on the body. And, you know, I think many of us who start to, you know, see patients and learn about the power of the lymphatic system, like you can't like turn back, right? Because it's like such an intersection of all of it, that it's just really in a important system that is still often very overlooked in our in our culture and our society. And so I educate a lot about the lymphatics too. And you're, of course, one of my mentors in that. So I would love to just hear your perspective, right? Just again, 
people probably who are listening know a little bit about the lymphatic system, but if this is still a new concept, like where to start, like where, where, where do you get people to like really tune into the lymphatics? Well, I think it's always been considered the poor cousin of the circulatory system, right, of the, you know, vascular side. But, you know, it's it's interlinked. So if one isn't working well, the other one's got to pick up the slack and vice versa. And, you know, more and more research is coming through. So what, 2012, we've now got a glymphatics. We now know that there is this drainage in the brain that occurs. But in therapy, we always talked about draining the brain because people were clearer in the head. So that's a great breakthrough for us. Uh, Of course, with any vascular or lymphatic integrity, as we get older, it does decrease. And that's why now they're starting to see, you know, more like the Alzheimer's and dementia. But, you know, for me, I think we've just forgotten the importance of drainage. And Kelly will speak to this as well as you do. You know, lymphatics is the garbage truck of the body, basically. You know, if it's not functioning and working efficiently, then we're recirculating. So, you know, we've got our elimination processes, which, you know, in society now, it's a real issue with constipation. Even, you know, the the kidneys are struggling because of the adrenals. There's so much when you understand Eastern training, you start to understand how that and stomach and spleen, because that's part of our lymphatic when we're thinking about acupuncture or acupressure or meridians, how all of this is interlinked. And the lymphatic system does more than I think we've ever realized because, you know, when you think about, if we just think about the cell as a goldfish in a bowl and we think about how it's swimming around and we've got to keep the water clean, right, for it to survive. If the lymphatic system isn't doing its job, it's not taking that byproduct away from those from around the cells. And then over time, of course, they deoxygenate and think about the goldfish again. It would die without that circulation. So for me, I think where the understanding is building is because it's kind of the missing link that everyone has forgotten about. And I think this probably stems back to from my understanding is in the medical world is I remember sitting in a conference with a guy called Dr. Stanley Roxon, who's based in the United States, very much involved in, in lymphology. And he was telling us that most doctorates only get two years, two hours, sorry, and they're four years of training. It became more apparent to me why it was such an underknown or under supported system, because medically, really, our only options to remove the lymph nodes. Or, you know, even our testing of understanding how well the system's working is minimal as well. And it does involve putting, you know, protein, a sort of dye into the body and then you're doing it through x-rays. It sort of seems so intrusive when you've got a lymphedema or a lymphatic issue. So, you know, I think now people are starting to get the idea that there's an there's a relevance to the system and now that we're moving forward with technology and and insights we can start to improve the quality of how it works yeah yeah beautiful and you know i i also love you know learning about the glymphatic system and like this idea right like it's a newly discovered system and you know the interstitium even was newly discovered and you know is that you know, that's insightful in the sense that as technology and our awareness to study the living body versus like the dead body, you know, we, we get these beautiful insights. And I think that's part of also why this has been, you know, so underrated because like the, the beauty in the lymphatic system is in when there's a living system that you're studying. And as you said, all the flow dynamics and the interconnection and, you know, everything. And so, I, I would love for you to maybe in this moment to talk about like 
What's your perspective? Like people are talking a lot about fascia, which is a favorite conversation of mine. And then of course the lymph. And so like, how do you relate the lymphatics and the fascial network? Like how, how do you see these interplay? I think they're incredibly interlinked. I think we're going to understand more and more as science gets up, catches up with this. For me, if your fascia isn't flowing, your lymphatic isn't flowing. If your lymphatic isn't flowing, your fascia isn't flowing because we start to see change either way. If we move fascia in a particular way, we can actually encourage lymph to move. If we move lymph, we start to change fascia and the way it's actually presenting. And those two are literally sitting overlapping each other. We also know that if you looked at the facts of improving fascia and improving lymphatics, they're almost identical other than the immune aspect of lymphatics. But moving fascia will help move lymphatics, which helps move improve immunity, right? So I think the more that we understand that interlink, and when you think about it emotionally, lymphatics is about letting go. And fascia is about letting go of the rigidity and what we're holding on to because we now understand, you know, cellularly or in the fascia we hold emotion and all this sort of stuff. So I actually think those two are so interconnected that the more we understand how we can work the two together will actually enhance even outcomes for people's health. Because for me, you can't look at one without the other. Yeah, thank you for saying that. I know I feel like almost like, yeah, the fascia is like the almost the umbrella or the home, you know, and then the, you know, lymphatics and even the like circulatory system is even highly interconnected and interfacing with the fascia. It's like the fascia is like everywhere, right? You know, so it's like hard to hard to separate. And I, I always say this, and I'm sure you agree. It's like we you know, we, when we study anatomy, right, it's like we think of like we study the nervous system and then we study the lymph and we study the digestive system and the circulatory and also and we think about these systems, you know, as kind of like disparate, but they're really like highly interconnected and the fascia and the lymph are kind of the, these interconnected highways that connect it all together and in, in kind of my study and observation. Do you have any comments on that as well? Oh, I totally agree. I mean, in, in Eastern training, we're taught how everything interlinks. So we never separate one system to the other. So like I said earlier, the circulatory, if the vascular capillaries are leaking, it's the poor lymphatic's job to have to manage that, yet we blame the lymphatics. So, you know, it's all of this relationship of how in everything interrelates. And, you know, from a fascia point of view, I mean, it is our connective tissue. It's everything that's holding us together. And that can be emotionally as well. And just like lymphatics, we know, as I said earlier, letting it go from emotional and a physical point of view, we're creating more flow or glide in our lives between those two systems. And, you know, we've always got that old saying, structure equals function. You know, so in other words, we've always, in orthobionomy, for example, we talk about how if you're misaligned, so your vertebrae is out, then you're going to obstruct the way the lymphatics flows well the same as with fascia and isn't it about 80% of back pain is fascia related so for me you know you've not got the glide you've not got the movement from the lymphatics in the pelvic basin you know you haven't got all that happening what that needs to occur because the rigidity has occurred in the fascia so the more that we can educate on how those two so the stretching the movement I mean when you think about what you do for lymphatics to move it like the vibration that the compression all of that also impacts fascia 
Yeah, no, I love it. It's like two for one, you're doing both. But I think the more that you have a mental construct of that, you know, um, I think that people can just really tune into their bodies better, right? You know, and realize their pain, you know, and their like their body pain can improve with lymphatic drainage and, you know, fascial work and everything. So no, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And one thing that you really, you know, educated me, especially with the creation of Flopresso, I think there's a conversation especially in the the states about, you know, okay, when you do lymphatic work, you know, it's very soft and superficial and the lymph is all, you know, this very delicate, you know, under the skin, very like, don't use a lot of pressure. And that's what people think about a lymphatic massage, which there's truth in part of that, right? But they, I think they're there isn't really the conversation out there about the deeper lymphatics and how they work in the body. So can you just educate us on the difference between like superficial and deep lymphatics? So I think there's a little bit of misguidedness in that. So for me, if someone's got a major compromised lymphatic system, so for example, your lipedema or your, I think you call it lipedema in the US and lymphedema, and you know, there is a there is a critical component to considering how we manage that, reroute it. Like there is quite a process to working with a condition to that severity. Whereas the day-to-day person, I mean, if you think about if it was that delicate, every bump we did, every accident we had, we would destroy our lymphatics. It is actually very pliable and it does regenerate. We know that from a surface lymphatics. There is a whole lot of deep trunks that go on as well from a lymph node perspective. We have them from our the iliacs of the groin area coming up to the cisterna chile. You've got lymph node, I call them like pearl necklaces around all your organs. And you've got a lot going on more than what we visually see. So yes, from an application point of view of manual lymphatic drainage, we're always trained to keep it softer than we would with deep tissue because we're trying to impact, ironically, on the fascia and lymphatics. If you were honest as a, as a manual lymphatic drainage therapist, you would say, huh, I'm actually working with those two systems, which are just under the skin. And But the thing is, is when you start to deal with more deeper issues from a lymphatic point of view, you have to get especially into the lymph nodes, you have to go deeper into the where the clusters of them sit. So you have to be able to connect in. I think one of the greatest opportunities I had was I was in breast cancer surgery in Pennsylvania with a surgeon up there. She let me come and visually watch. And that allowed me to hold lymph nodes. And so you've got to see their durability. But as a teacher, I could actually say this is what you're feeling which I thought was valuable and they were really durable and we're taught that they don't regenerate but what was interesting is I've been in a conference in Melbourne and this surgeon was trying to actually uh, produce breast tissue naturally through using cells and blood supply what was interesting once they did the test and opened it up there was a lymph node sitting in there and that was made me think everything else in our body tries to regenerate why wouldn't lymph nodes Yeah, totally. I mean, when we were, I think when I was in school, we were even taught like, you know, neurons don't regenerate. And now we know that, you know, so I think absolutely that the, the body is a regenerative organism, right? You know, why, why would we exclude such an important part, right, of our body? Why would nature not be not allow this really important system to regenerate? So that, that, yeah, that what a beautiful point. So, so no, I, I think that the people don't always put that together, you know, so thank you for sharing that. And then walk us through like how this 
journey and this knowledge really led you to create Flowpresso? So I think it was more, I often listen to the consumer or the business because I hear of their pain points, their frustrations. And I think one of the biggest issues, and we see it here in New Zealand, is the lack of well-trained manual lymphatic drainage therapists. And it's time consuming. If you want to do a full body session, you know, it's usually an hour and a half and not everyone can give the time, can afford it. And or the, the clinicians or the practitioners are skilled enough to deliver that. So it actually came from one of the doctors down in Arizona, Dr. Jeff Drobot. He pulled me aside one day because I often taught in his clinics and he was saying, could you please create something? And, you know, I'm a, I'm a lymphatic practitioner, not a med tech, you know, guru or of, of any means at the time. And so it was kind of, I looked at him and he blank and he kind of goes, you can do this. You understand everything from the parasympathetic importance um, from a lymphatic aspect. You understand all this. You must be able to do something. So I had a massive practice in New Zealand. I had about 15 different practitioners, everything from psychology to acupuncture. And and my colleague and I who ran it, we were both a bit worn out. And we sort of said, "Uh, let's close it down. And I became the mad scientist. It's the only way to explain it. And ended up in a basement, literally, looking at all the tech around the world. And then that's when I went through. But I think the biggest breakthrough was understanding, and I've always felt this, when you're working with lymphatics, you engage this parasympathetic response. And I hope one day research is going to back us, because we know from a lymphatic point of view that it's not in the autonomic nervous system, but somehow when you engage movement in the body like that from a lymphatic and, I'm sure, fascia, you start to create a parasympathetic change in the body. And we started to see that in our heart rate variability when we were testing. We were using a technology called Nerve Express. So that's when I started to go on to something more than just lymphatic drainage alone. And obviously Kelly Kennedy and Jeff Drobot and, and another girl, Michelle Nelson, were the three I brought over the prototype to play with. And I'll still never forget the day Kelly sending me a video as I was standing in Los Angeles Customs going through to head home. A woman that had just had a session after 26 years of limes crying because she had never felt so good. And we knew we were onto something. But then you go back to the drawing board, you've got to get, you got to make sure your technology is durable, it's well presented. The sequencing of the, the actual compression was vital to me, understanding how that whole system works. So yeah, back to the drawing board. It took about 18 months uh, from the beginning to when we launched in February 2020. Wow. Wow. Well, I'm so glad you created it and have the inspiration. I didn't know Dr. Jobot inspired, like told you, like, go, you know, create a piece of equipment. Because I agree. I mean, I've had, I've run, you know, a few clinics and, you know, I've seen patients from all over. And I often say like, you know, if you can find a great lymphatic therapist, like hold on to them because they're like such rare gems and it's such a critical part of Lyme treatment and chronic illness treatment. And I, you know, you really listen to the, you know, the need from the doctor's perspective and the consumer that we needed more options there and you know owning a business people come and go so you know to have the steadiness of the flow presso always there you know to support my patients feels so good and so you have compression which people you know probably can visualize and just maybe walk us through how it's doing the compression and this it's this full body suit right and it what i love also about the flow presso that your feet are you know enclosed in the compression and then also your abs 
abdomen. And I think our abdomens get uh, forgotten often in massage therapy and other, you know, modalities because, you know, people might be, you know, just not trained to do this, but the abdomen is like a huge part of lymphatic drainage, right? So it, it covers all of that. So Desiree, if you can walk us through, there's like three parts to the Flopresso, but let's start with the compression and, and what it does. Yeah, so compression's been around for a long time and there's a lot of technology out there and a lot of people relate it to pneumatic pumps in hospital or your normal tech in the sports industry is another one. So compression, so there's a lot of, just to be clear, in, in lymphatic drainage, we do what we call proximal to distal. So we start up at the left, left subclavian and the termini and then we move down towards the feet. But the body actually does it the other way. It goes against gravity. It's actually trying to move up these mitral valves and move back up. And of course, we don't have a pump, not like the heart with the vascular. So we're relying on movement, breath, or a lymph angion muscle, which is often stimulated more when we're sleeping well at night. And that's why fluid goes down at night. So the compression is the chance for the body to help move its fluids. So we start at the feet on the, we've got two modes, one sequential, it's more for that lymphatic kind of movement. It's also for the engaging the parasympathetic. So it's, we call it the relaxation because we're trying to restore you, repair you and put you into a state where your body will let go from a fascia lymphatics and then help you recover. So it's sequential and it starts at the bottom of the feet and it's working its way up the ankles into the calves into the knees it works its way up the body we also have a bit of compression in the back areas because around the subscapula so your shoulders because so many people carry tension in their shoulders and it's all about letting go and the reason we also have it in the abdomen is that's a, a major hub of organs it's 80 percent of where your immune system is in your goal you've got all this going on so we need to nurture so that was the compression now, in my training, heat was paramount if you wanted to get change in health. You wanted to bring up core body temp. You wanted to be able to get vascular movement, more oxygenation, that kind of thing. So that's why we brought heat in as well. Now, it's a it's a deep diving heat for those that don't understand. It's not like a surface where you feel really hot, like maybe in a sauna. It's actually more, I always say, and this is cheeky way of saying it, I'm cooking you from the inside out. Because we want to bring warmth to the body. And if we can improve vascular movement, so vasodilation, we can start to bring more oxygen and nutrients to the body. We're working with the lymphatics and vascular to create a circulatory loop. Then we've added in some frequency, which was used, it's actually developed by an engineer in the United States, and it's but it's more for pain and discomfort, and it sits in the back of the lower part of the neck and the back shoulders again to try and reduce the stress in the shoulders and neck. But what's interesting is when we do EEG with it and we turn everything else off, it's creating artifact in the brain. So we also know it's creating some sort of frequency to support change in the way we are managing our brain waves so we find that you go into beta theta more so when all this was put together what I couldn't understand and it took me a little while to work it out was why everyone was coming out looking like they'd had a few too many wines they were like really relaxed and they were like 
oh wow like I I'm just I'm in a new state of calm I've gone into meditation I've lost all track of time I'm like wow okay so then back to studying everything I could and we came across what's known as deep pressure therapy so that's often used with your weighted blankets your autistic children with their vests and we started to be able to see similar outcomes coming through because we were changing heart rate variability from sympathetic to parasympathetic we were putting them into that real relaxed state lowering the cortisol all that sort of stuff to be able to create them to go into parasympathetic which as you know Dr Christine and I is that if we're in there we drain more efficiently but we also drain the brain yes no it's it's such a, an amazing system and in my office just amongst the team we call it the portal like you just go you like you just go into this altered beautiful sp- space quite quickly I mean you get quite you know relaxed quite quickly and it's amazing how good you feel afterwards yesterday you know I've been having allergies and I was just like they were just getting the the best of me this year and I was just like feeling really lethargic and headachy and you know but I you know have to you know work through that and I see all my wonderful patients and I can't really reschedule and so I was like at lunch I'm like I'm gonna get in the flow presso and I went 40 minutes and Sarah was like Dr. Sarah who works with me she's like Christine, you look so much better. And I felt so much better. I felt like, okay, like my body moved that lymphatic congestion out. I relaxed, you know, my, my body shifted. And many patients who come here from all over just love, love, love the flow presso. So we, we, yeah, we, we're big fans. So I just want to honor you for what you've created. And, and, and it reminded me when I was in there, I was like, oh, I don't get in here enough. You know, like, you know, aren't we the worst? Like the practitioners, it's like, we know this, we teach this, we tell people to do it. And I'm like, you know, we don't go, like, we don't go in there enough. So after that day, I was like, okay, I'm going to go in here more often. So, cause I just so enjoy it. So, so after, you know, you've developed the flow presso, you've also created Another new tool, the Flow Vibrate. This has been such a great game changer for a home lymph drainage for my patients. It's new to our community, but we've still had a really great response and people have really enjoyed it. We've, we paired it with our other lymphatic tools. I have my lymph flow and lymph gemo. So we put it in a lymph detox box and people are having a lot of fun and great feedback from all of that. But tell us about the Flow Vibrate and what that does. Okay, I just want to add one thing to the flow preso because some people see the technology and go, there's no way I'm getting in that. Do you know what? The amount of people that get out of there that say I've been hugged all over and now we use that as our analogy when we're trying to get those pressures right and we have this little thing, we're just going to wrap you up, love you and hug you. And I just want to bring that back to the customers and clients you know, that you, and your patients because some people go, oh, yeah, I couldn't get in there, but we find that it does change the way someone feels. And if we look at any research around hugs, we all know the value. And right now, especially, a lot of us want that somatic experience of coming back to self and the hug. So just want to add that in because some people do look at it and go there's no way I'm getting in that but it feels like you've been hugged. Yeah some people are claustrophobic or you know I've had a handful of patients who are concerned they're not going to fit in it which it's very friendly and there's lots of ways to put all body types in there but you know I've also had claustrophobic patients even like we just leave one arm out you know like there's all sorts of ways to work with you until you know you realize that you're yeah you're getting one big hug. 
So yeah, thank you for sharing that. And I, I love your, I love your saying. <laughs> so Flow Vibrate came about because A, there was a lot of consumers wanted something at home and, and Flow Prezo is a practitioner only product until I can actually develop the home use product. So, and also because of this breakthrough information around the glymphatics, there's some incredible technology that is being used to stimulate change in the brain through red light therapy, all sorts of things, but we haven't thought about the drainage, so moving the toxicity. And COVID has certainly opened up a lot of brain fog, like it seems to be one of the biggest complaints still today. So that was one of the reasons why. Now, I've been using a technology called Rapid Release Technology, which is a phenomenal product. Uh, Kelly uses it in clinic as well. A thousand vibrations a minute. I have one at home. Yeah. Yeah. But it's really big to hold, yeah. really noisy. Yeah. And I was finding it, there's no way I could sell these to clients or customers because it was just, and it's too intense on the face. So that's where the idea of the vibration came. And that the fact that we use vibration plates when we're trying to stimulate lymphatics, you know, we, we understand the value to vibration. So the reason it was developed was for the cervical nodes. Uh, so, and also to be able to come in under all the lymph nodes in the face, drainage of the face. And as you have identified, it can help from the vagus nerve. I've also found it's phenomenal for constipation. You can just apply a certain technique. Uh, we can be using it in the armpits. armpits. Like the yeah, been, yeah that's been yeah. fun. Yeah, I've, I've just been, I've been playing around with it. And so I, I even put it behind my back and just kind of you know, in the chair and go like that, you know, it feels good. <laughs> well, and because it'll be impacting on the fascia and we've got the three different settings, so it's sort of light, medium and, and quite strong. And that's exactly why, because we wanted to be able to ensure that you could put it in other areas of the body where the clusters of lymph nodes are so you could try and encourage drain, drainage. So there's even some in the back of the knee, for example, so you can just lay it on your knee on it to be able to stimulate the popliteal. Yeah, no, and I, I feel like people, we were talking before, like, they just see this and they, like, get it, right? You know, they understand, like, oh, wow, that can really help. And, you know, I, you know, with the lymph flow cream we created with Marco, Dr. Marco Ruggiero, he did a lot of studies to get the glymphatic draining, like, the glymphatic fluid draining, especially in children with autism, we have to drain the cervical nodes. And so that was, like, a lot of, you know, my training and why we created this. And then we just, you know, add the, this in and it's like, hey, you know, no brain fog here. I've also, like, people feel like good on the sinuses on the head you know just you know again you're putting on the liver you know how do you use it for constipation I'm curious so we do it as a simple process that we used to teach or I taught on my other training that I delivered and all you're doing is sweeping down the descending colon so basically where the colon descends down into elimination scenario so we're going to sweep down at least 10 to 15 times, then across the transverse. So that's where the bowel comes across under the rib line there. So we do 15. Then we do up ascending, which is on your right side. So you've got to think of, you know, where it's going to meet the small intestine. So where it comes up. So you don't have to be too technical. And then you start working on the small intestines all around the belly button and around that extremity area. And I found that that's been sick with having to travel and being in different time zones and eating in different formats it's crazy when you're doing this and just having nine weeks in the US you have to adapt so it was my breakthrough I went oh I found another use for this this is great oh uh, yeah great 
Oh, good. Yeah, no, I have patients who are constipated when we get started working with them. And we have all sorts of different herbs and nutrients and things that we'll give them. But it's also, yeah, really great to have this tool because that, that makes so much sense, right? Get the, we do the, it lying down yeah. so you're nice and relaxed. And yeah. if you want to add another level to it, I can't remember what you call them in the US. So they're like Wheaties or wheat. Uh, heat bags, oh, yeah, heat yeah. pads, you yeah. know, that you warm up. Yep. Or, you know, and you place that under the kidneys. Oh, nice. And then you lie back and then do the abdominal oh. work because then you're you're nourishing the kidneys to eliminate from that aspect but provide warmth in the internal areas and then start working with the bowel. And, of course, taking whatever you're recommending. And between all those three, I will be very surprised if it doesn't create movement. I know everyone's going to be eliminating now. Yeah. And I love that idea with the kidneys too, because, you know, sometimes I have people do lymph flow over their kidneys, but this sounds like so nice. Like uh, just, you know, we forget, we think about the liver so much, right? And we often forget like the kidney adrenal area um, that needs, you know, just as much love, if not more, you know, they're in with them in the back. So that that's a really great tip. I, I love that idea. So Desiree, you've given us so much information and I um, know I'm so grateful you've created these wonderful tools and really, you know, a lot of your work has gotten, you know, the lymphatic system and the fascia and the nervous system and this whole interconnection, you know, more at the forefront, you know, of, you know, how to really recover somebody from a chronic illness or just really how to maintain your health, which I think, unfortunately, you probably travel to the US, you see how many sick people are out there, you know, so we, we need all the things that we can get. And I, I think this is just so foundational, that if you don't get this piece right, it's often an uphill battle to heal. And you know that, I mean, you teach it so well in biological medicine, and, and you guys understand that principle of the drainage and the importance, but also the elimination like we've just talked about. So, you know, I think I'm, I, my thing was, I could see the need and I educating the masses is not always, as in I more mean the medical masses is probably where I'm coming from, has been challenging. You know, I've sat in in journal evenings with oncologists and radiologists and they know very little about lymphatics and you kind of start to understand why it was such a system that was never thought of or considered the value too. But as you know, in biological medicine, you know, it is a, it is considered as, as a holy grail, as something we do have to support. And it doesn't need to necessarily be complicated for people that are listening, like, please go and get, you know, Dr. Christine's kit, because that is phenomenal and works so well together if you want to get lymph moving. But, you know, there, it is the fact that improving your breath, the way you breathe, so it's a deeper longer breath to be able to drive the fluid from the abdomen up into where it needs to end up we're working against gravity everyone it's hard work you know it's moving it's the vibration plates it's raising your legs up against the wall all these things bring value but it is a very very important link and you know I have seen significant change in the health quality for people when we consider lymphatics as part of their healing recovery now do I think Flopreso is the basal enzoas and it's the cure. No, it's just part of what helps. It's like the control alt delete of the body. It's like a reset. It's like wake everything up, get it moving. But it still requires self-care. It still requires the amazing support of yourself, you know, to be able to provide the insight on what else is needed to fully recover. But it is part of the journey. 
Well, thank you. And yes, I think it's an amazing part. And I, I think, you know, it, again, I'm so excited that I have the privilege of working with these tools in my practice and with my patients. And it's really, you know, made a difference. So I'm, I'm very grateful to you, Desiree. And thank you so much for all your wisdom today. And is there anything else you want to share that's on your heart or how people can connect with you? I just think everyone needs an opportunity to be the best version of themselves. And in New Zealand, you know, we we believe that the connection comes through the heart. You know, we believe this thing called the wairua, which is wanting to bring you back into your absolute true potential. And when we start a journey of any health regime, like when we're on the cusp of any chronic or acute situation, it does also come back. And you're starting to teach a lot in this, which I'm so pleased to see, is the understanding of how there's so much more than just the physical aspect that we do need to consider the emotional and spiritual. And we call also the fourth pillar, the now, which is the your family, not your biological family, but the family that you surround yourself plays just as much of a part of healing. So, you know, for me, always challenge yourself when you're going through a healing journey. Am I looking at four aspects of my journey because it all makes a difference to health. I mean, I'm I'm available. I finally launched out and got onto Instagram only about two months ago. So you can get me under my name or we're under Flow Prezo. So uh, that's Flow and then P-R-E-S-S-O because people say Flow Expresso or all sorts of crazy things. <laughs> and then we also have a, an Instagram page for Flow Vibrate. So yeah, just take a look and see what we're doing. We only launched five weeks ago for Flow Vibrate. So I launched while I was in the States. So it's been very exciting to see how well it's been taken up. And the more that I can bring other support to the consumer, I am definitely on a mission and hope to have something as well that we can allow people to use at home so that we can get them back into that lymphatic drainage uh, process more efficiently and it just be part of their recovery. Well, thank you, Desiree. We'll have all of that in the show notes. And I am so grateful that you were on the podcast today. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Christina, for all the incredible work you're doing for the world, because without your knowledge and, and what you're doing out there, I just don't think we'd be impacting on as many people as we are. So well done to you also. And thank you for having me. Thank you all for listening to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I hope you enjoyed my conversation today with Desiree Desponge. And if you want to experience the flow vibrate, please check out the Lymph Detox box and Apothecary Store. You can look at the link in the show notes. And please check out all the ways you can connect with Desiree in her community. I hope you have a beautiful day.